Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Straight from your waking nightmare, it's the Morning After podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, the Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With a large selection of cars, SUVs, crossovers, and trucks, and payments as low as $250 a month, Rob and his crew have exactly what you need. And with one of Idaho's largest Subaru service centers, Rob and his crew have got you taken care of with express oil changes in under 45 minutes guaranteed, or it's free. And now, Nick and Big J. Well, good morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Here we are on the 21st day of April, 2022. It's a Thursday. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Yep. Getting an early start to this Thursday morning. Hopefully you are as well and you're ready to go. As we will present to you today a Nerd Alert on the show. We'll have your shot at some PBR tickets, maybe some tickets to Dorothy as well. That concert coming up on May the 10th. And of course, another opportunity at 7.30 to play the X-Rock Double Dare. A chance for up to $200. And I say opportunity because (laughs) swings and misses this week on the old morning show. But we have faith in you. We continue to. And we hope that you can sally forth and win yourself some cash. We're going to give you the old college try today anyway. That's the idea. How was the Wednesday, Big J? Good. Don't pull any punches. It's was great. the meal, was the birthday meal everything you wanted it to be? Yeah. Beautiful. Did you, uh, well, I know you're not involved in any of these decisions, but were there any presents given to your daughter for her birthday? Yeah. Uh, and in fact, I was. I, was, oh. I went ahead and went forth myself and just did it. And she wanted some backlighting for her TV, so I got her uh, these uh, lights, and they, uh, they. So if they're watching a TV show, the lights can uh, move with the, what's going on in the screen. Nice. So, did you help yeah. her hook those up? No. Uh, on her own? She listen. She's 24. I am old, so she would help me hook stuff like that up. Gotcha. See, that's how that works. Do these actually? So are they hooked? Are they hooked up to the TV then in some way, like to the like the USB or I, something? I guess it's like there's a camera that looks at the TV screen, like a small camera. I, I don't I don't know. I, oh. I haven't been over to see it just yet. But Jesus, I know that sounds complicated. I got her a fancy one. I guess so. Uh, well, then a happy birthday and uh, a good dinner. Sounds like it was a solid Wednesday. Yeah, it was great. Do anything else for the rest of your night? Uh, just catching up on some TV. Love it. Uh, it means Hawaii Five O, from what I understand. No, no. You now? Are you boycotting this? No, series? I'm not boycotting. But we have other shows that are on weekly that we need to catch up on. Gotcha. And Wednesday's the night for that. Well, no, it just happened to be that the wife got off early because of the birthday dinner. Love it. Well, uh, hopefully today will be a as good a day for everybody as yesterday was for Big J. We'll get started with some music. Kicking things off with some Soundgarden. It's Black Hole Sun here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J on the X-Rocks. Newsfeed on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. We love being on the top of lists, baby, here in the Treasure Valley. But uh, this is a list we probably don't want to be in the top of. But there is a new report that examines home ownership affordability and rental affordability across the nation. And it is underscoring what a bunch of people already hear in the Treasure Valley know, and that is that according to this new survey from Money Geek, which bills itself as a collection of personal finance experts and analysis, we are, Ada County, the top county in the United States of America where housing has become unaffordable. Yikes. 
There is, according to the report, only 3% of all rentals, every single one that's up for renting in the city of Boise that is under $1,000, which is not a lot. And then they put the median price of a mortgage here in the Treasure Valley at about $2,600 a month. You factor that in with the fact that the median income for a resident in Ada County is $35,000 a year. And that that the cost and uh, rental and home ownership has appreciated by nearly 60% in the last two years. And you've got a real affordability gap there. Because again, housing prices have gone through the roof, but employers aren't paying any more than they did. And we're still not making a whole hell of a lot of money per person here in Ada County. So that becomes an issue. Uh, we are far and away, by the way, the number one county. Number two was uh, Naples, Florida. Uh, a couple of cities and a couple of counties in Austin came in three and four. And then Salt Lake City and Reno also in the top ten, too. Damn. So it's just not exactly affordable for you to be renting these days. Or even to be purchasing a home if you are or making even the kind to of money. be living. Correct. Uh, it's something that is an issue. And we're not fixing it by... Raising, uh, you know, wages, Big J, so I'm not sure how it evens itself out. I just know it can't sustain itself for very long. Something's got to give. And I highly doubt it's going to be everybody getting raises. Yeah. NBA playoffs last night had some good games. Joel Embiid made a three-pointer with uh, .08 seconds left in overtime as Philadelphia jumped out to a 3-0 lead against the Raptors thanks to a 104-101 victory in overtime. Celtics came back in the fourth quarter to knock off the Nets in game two. They're up two to nothing in that series. And the Bulls had a huge lead on the Bucs. The Bucs came storming back, but Bulls pulled away in the fourth quarter uh, to win 114 to 110. That series is tied 1-1. Bucs with a couple of injuries in that game too that could hurt them uh, during the long term. We'll see how long Bobby Portis and Chris Middleton are out, but both of them left the game with injuries yesterday. Uh, well, Big J, I mean, I don't know what to do. We, we can't pound the drum any louder than we are, but apparently the collective people of the United States of America just aren't listening because according to Variety Magazine, Hulu released it and the Kardashians had the biggest series premiere ever in the streamers' history in the United States of America. Now, much like every other streaming network out there, they didn't provide specific numbers, so we don't know exactly how many people watched, but we do know, at least according to Hulu, that more people than anybody else has ever tuned into anything has tuned into the Kardashians, so uh, shame on you all. Agreed. Is what it boils down to. Uh, You said the wife was going to get into this, did you? Yeah, no, I don't know. It's been quiet. I haven't heard anything about it. You're certainly not so, stirring the uh, pot. One of those uh, very uh, disgusting people is one of her best friends. Who watches, watches that this. show? Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, well, listen, apparently a lot of people do. I just, I mean, I, I, I try to, like, with some of these goofy reality shows, like the dating shows, I can see the appeal or at least the reason to tune in because there's conflict there. There's people that you can root for, that you can root against, and, you know, there's always some interest in love. But I'm trying to figure out what the appeal is for us, for anybody, to watch the Kardashians. Yeah, to watch really rich people getting rich off uh, off of us watching. What's the point of that? I just don't, I mean, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't and, know what and, the... And it's almost always all manufactured BS. Of course, of course. These, these shows have writers for reasons. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. 
That is Metallica until it sleeps here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. And I saw something that once again makes me feel like I am going crazy and I don't like the feeling, but I was reading an article on on Yahoo that was fairly interesting to read. It was an article about how they uh, were focusing on this particular region of Italy and looking at the the eating uh, habits of people because there's an incredible amount of people over the age of 100 and in their 90s that live in this particular region in Italy. So they're like, okay, what are they doing? What's their secret? And they found out that their diet may play a big part in it. And uh, they, they notice that everybody eats dinner around the same time every day, and they they don't eat breakfast, but they, they monitor and limit their calorie intake from dinner until lunch the next day, about 17 and a half hours of fairly low calories, and they kind of pig out a little bit on lunch and dinner, and then that's how they live their lives. They don't eat a whole lot of processed meat and a minor amount of sweets, but they have a lot of vegetables and fruits, but they're starting to think that maybe the time that they eat every day, dinner specifically, could play an important part in all this. And they they noted that the time that they eat was around 7.13 p.m. every night. And then they started doing some other research, and they found that what they called, quote, eating early in the evening is the key to maybe helping you live a little bit longer. And while there was interesting data in that particular article, the only thing I pulled away from it was, is 7.13 p.m. early? early? Yeah, yeah, no, I, I saw that too, and I'm like, oh, hey, I don't feel so bad sometimes now. Right. Uh, that seems late to me, but then again, you know, I go to bed early. I was going to say, I, it's been a long time since I have worked what anybody would call a normal schedule, but I wonder what dinner time is for people that work like nine to fives. Like, do you, what time do you and your family, if you're going to all eat together, what time do you guys sit down and eat dinner? Well, I mean, it, it, it ranges. Sometimes it gets real difficult because it was frustrating. It'd be frustrating at times because Kyle, uh, who lives with us, uh, you know, he works early like I do. And then he would normally get off in the afternoon, but he's also going to school. Mm-hmm. So he wouldn't get home until 8.39 sometimes. So that would throw a wrench in it because, you know, you want the kid to come home and have a good meal sure. and not have to put it in the microwave or something. So for a while, we were eating dinner pretty late. And I'm like, I can't do this anymore and because uh, I don't think I was getting great sleep um, after that. And so, uh, you know, generally try to make it around 6 o'clock because that's when the wife has a break okay. uh, at work. And that way she can eat something as well and... Uh, so six o'clock, between five and six thirty. How about that? Yeah, that that that's that seems what would be reasonable to be. See, like like again, I I'm on a weird schedule as well because of my you know job, and so yeah, to me, dinner time is around five o'clock usually, right around there. It's around five o'clock, and, I, and that's the time the kids eat too. So if we're gonna eat together, we're gonna have some sort of meal. About five o'clock is uh, what we shoot for. But a lot of people work until five, so of course it's going to be right. later than that in a normal household. I just when you say seven thirteen to me, even if I was working a nine to five, I wonder if I thought that would be a later dinner than what I would think. But apparently, it's okay. Yeah. So if you know if you work a normal quote unquote day, uh, let us know via the uh, the TDS fiber text line 208-287-1003 what time you eat dinner. Let's do a poll. Let's see it. Uh, because I don't really know. I was thinking like it's been over 20 years since I <laughs> We should ask Eric worked. who is our uh, one of our digital guys who now lives in Italy. Yes. What time dinner yeah. is what over there is normally? What time is it in Italy right now? Uh, I don't know what time it is over there. But I Italy do, time. But I do know that he uh, actually has himself a fairly interesting schedule. So He's a weird dude we'll anyways. See. 
Morning After with Nick and Big J. We got your Nerd Alert coming up next on the X-Rock. Great. The best in tech and gaming. Big J's Nerd Alert on 100.3 The X Rocks. Just remember one thing. Nothing, and I mean nothing, is free. And according to the latest reports, Xbox is developing a way for advertisers to render billboards into free-to-play games. Taking a racing game, for example, that they want to allow an actual advertiser to take up a virtual billboard in the game. The strangest part about this whole scheme is that they don't plan on taking a cut from those ads. They're more interested in building out Xbox's advertising network. The revenue from the ads would be shared between the game developer and the respective ad company. Now, Sony is also considering doing the same thing, but they're mulling over if they want to take uh, some of that revenue uh, away from the developer and the ad people. Uh, I find this problematic because unlike free-to-play mobile games, which is where this model kind of has been developed, uh, the game space on consoles is often not a true free-to-play scenario when you consider Xbox Ultimate Pass or Sony PlayStation Plus at this point. So uh, that's going to be something you might have to get used to seeing some of those things. And I don't know, it's not like a commercial is going to pop up in the middle of you playing your game, but you will be seeing real advertising and Instead of the fake advertising in games. Right, right. Uh, not a surprise. Uh, money's the bottom line, so anyway, they can log jam that into it. How this has taken so long to get to this point is, is something I don't quite understand. True. But uh, interesting. I, I guess some of that has kind of appeared maybe in some of the Madden games and such. But uh, Sega, Nick, is reportedly developing a big budget reboots of its Crazy Taxi and Jet Set Radio franchises, according to Bloomberg, as the company seeks to create a global hit. The projects are reportedly components of Sega's so-called Super Game Initiative, a plan that parent company Sega Sammy unveiled in 2021. So Sega's Super Game Initiative is the company's strategy to develop new and innovative titles with a focus on global reach. Uh, but uh, they want to build it upon the IP utilization that they already have. So Sega said in November when it announced a strategic partnership with Microsoft to use its Azure cloud platform uh, in May that uh, Sega wanted to exploit its suite of dormant IP for remakes, remasters, and reboots naming games like Crazy Taxi, Jet Set Radio as candidates for revitalization. Other potential games on the list of dormant franchises include Space Channel 5, Res, Panzer, Dragoon, Knights, Shinobi, Virtual Fighter, and Altered Beast. Some of those games I don't remember. And I don't remember playing those on the Sega or the Dreamcast. I remember playing them in like an arcade. Yeah, Virtual Fighter especially. Um, I, I remember Shinobi, which is like a ninja kind yeah. of a game. Um, I remember Crazy Taxi. I don't know what Jet City Radio is. Though. It's another driving game. It is, okay. Uh, yeah, so uh, that was another one uh, you would routinely find at the arcade. The second annual MetaQuest Gaming Showcase arrived, and it shared some of the biggest and most exciting experiences headed to the MetaQuest platform throughout the next year. Now, we talked about this in a previous Nerd Alert, but Status Pro has revealed the NFL Pro Era, the first officially licensed VR NFL game that will allow players to lead their favorite teams of the Super Bowl using NFL game data to create the most authentic on-field NFL VR experience to date. Then NFL Pro Era will put players in the shoes of the QB to partake in drills, play catch with friends online in NFL stadiums, and play in the biggest stage in the real NFL game. Uh, they showed a trailer uh, for this game, and it starred Lamar Jackson from the Baltimore Ravens, and it actually looks really cool. Uh, just really puts you in that uh, quarterback seat to see, you know, how that whole thing works and in, in, in from uh, the player's perspective and it's pretty interesting man uh you have a virtual reality system yeah. how often do you mess around with it uh more and more what do you normally play with it 
Like, what are your go-to things? Well, I'm using it on my PC for stuff like DCS and stuff that, you know, you use. It's not, they're not necessarily some of the games and the things that are available for the quest itself. There are, like, the wife uses it to do exercise and Uh stuff. So there's, uh, uh, like, there's, like, a ping pong kind of game. And then there's several, you know, music-related games where you, you know, kind of use a drum, like, you know, you beat with a drum and that sort of thing. Gotcha. And but you're not really using it that much for gaming these days. No, I, I am, but not for gaming and the VR specific. I'm not using it for VR specific games. I'm using it for games that uh, adapt to VR for being able to look into, like for digital combat experience, for example. Uh, it's using as a headset to be able to see all around you. Okay. But that's technically VR, right? Yeah, but it's not. It's not like some of the games that, that this is. Specifically it's not like you're all for. inclusive in it, is what you're saying. You no, that's what, what I'm using it for right. to be all inclusive in that game. This virtual reality, these VR games are VR games made specifically for VR. Will you be partaking in the NFL one? I don't. know. It depends on how much it costs, obviously. Um, but it's it's a super cool thing. At least you should check out the the trailer because it gives a perspective that you wouldn't uh, normally see in a game like Madden. For There's sure. your nerd. Alert, courtesy of Radio's Big J. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. I will say this about the human race, Big J. We are a stubborn bunch. Agree or disagree? Yeah. Uh, because there's another evidence of a study that's come out that people took part in and were given information that just willfully ignored it. Uh, but it came down to cell phone use, Big J. They did a 10-year experiment over in Germany and found that if people cut their smartphone use, not necessarily completely out of their lives, just use their smartphone one hour less per day, you would feel less anxious, you would be more satisfied with your life, you would be more likely to exercise, you would also reduce your symptoms of depression, and you would lower any kind of nicotine consumption that you actually end up doing during the day. All of these can be considered good things, right? Yeah. Uh, And so that's what the participants in the study were basically told. That, listen, we've been studying this for 10 years. If you limit your amount of cell phone usage just one hour less per day, here's all the benefits that can happen to you. How many percentage of people do you think took up that device after they took part in the experiment? Everybody. No. 100%. 3% 3 of people uh, said that even though they had that information... That they felt like they didn't, they weren't on their cell phones enough to be worried about something like that. Where the reality is, it doesn't matter how much you're on it. If you just reduce it, it's a good thing for you. Uh, and so the study leader put together a, a report that said, listen, it's not necessary to completely give up the smartphone to feel better. You just got to use it a little bit less and still people weren't willing to do it. So there might be something about technological addiction that we maybe need to have a serious conversation about, but... It is interesting to me that when presented with, you know, just a bunch of straightforward knowledge that, hey, these things are good for you, we still go, nah, I'm good. Thanks, man. Don't tell me what to do. And again, it wasn't an order. It was just, hey, here's something you could do to feel (laughs) better. I don't believe this information. I'm going to continue on. That that could be it as well. There could be the non-belief factor. But then again, they'll never know. So do with that information what you will. 
Celtics beat the Nets last night, 114-107. They're up 2 to nothing in that series. Joel Embiid made a three-pointer with uh, .08 seconds left in overtime for the win as the 76ers beat the Raptors, 104-101 overtime uh, to go up 3-0 in that series. And the Bulls beat the Bucks by four. That series is tied 1-1. Got some results from the Phoenix Suns yesterday about Devin Booker. He has a mild hamstring strain, which he suffered in Game 2 of the first-round series against the Pelicans. It's unclear whether or not Booker will be able to return for the rest of the series, which is tied 1-1. Of course, Booker is Phoenix's leading scorer. I'm guessing he's going to miss at least two games. But we'll see if that's a little bit more serious than that. But not good when your best scorer on the best team in the NBA is hurt in the first round of the playoffs. Congratulations to Aaron Paul and his wife, Lauren. They recently welcomed their second son, a baby boy. The Breaking Bad star shared the first photos of his son on his Instagram yesterday uh, and uh, had a nice little caption attached to it. Uh, Brian Cranston is the youngster's godfather, they said on The Tonight Show, Aww. so they still have that connection. Of course, both Aaron Paul and Brian Cranston will be popping up on this final season of Better Call Saul, so they were able to reunite on the set as well. Best friends for life, man. They really are. They really are. They went through a lot together, and uh, and very happy for Idaho's own Aaron Paul. Big J, agree or disagree? Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, Emmett's very own. Well, that's Aaron part Paul. of Idaho. Agree yeah, I know. I just Did you say Boise Emmett. or something? He's from Emmett. Yeah, yeah. I upset somebody who's like, he's from Emmett. Emmett doesn't get its respect. And I'm like, you're right. All right. Uh, fine. We're credited to the... Aaron cre- Paul is from Emmett, Idaho. Thank you very much, Big J. Appreciate it. Here's weather. No, nope. it's not weather. It's my favorite weather. It's traffic. It's going to be sunny out today. <laughs> High of 64 degrees. It's been a while since we've done one of those. Three, the X rocks. All right, it has been a rough week so far for trying to give away money on the old morning after. So we turn to Thursday morning and we turn to Bryce, who is the contestant this morning for the X Rock Double Dare. Good morning, Bryce. How you doing, brother? Good morning. I'm doing well. Thank you. Wonderful. We would like you to walk away from this experience with $200. Uh, that is entirely up to you and your knowledge on this particular subject. Big J, what is it? Fast food chains that aren't in the Treasure Valley yet. Bryce, have you lived in Idaho your entire life, or have you hung your hat someplace else? Well, I've lived other places, All but right. I've been here for several years. Beautiful. Well, I believe that that experience in other places may come in handy here because, again, these are all fast food restaurants that aren't in the Treasure Valley or Idaho. Are you ready for your $50 question? I'm ready. All right. This fast food restaurant and their double-doubles are primarily in California, but they are headed to the Idaho soon. Baby, who are they? In and out? Right. In and out is correct. That is $50 in your pocket. You can take that and walk away, or you can go for the $100 question. Keep in mind, the questions do get more difficult as you advance. I'm going to keep my 50. Whoa! 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 I mean, now listen, we want you to win money, so I'm happy for you. Uh, are you positive that that's what you want to do? Yeah, yes. All right. I'm not very good with the restaurants, and I want to. I want to break the trend. All right, I like it. Yeah, man. Fifty dollars is yours, guaranteed. Do you want to see if you would have got the hundred dollar question correct? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Whataburger isn't anywhere near our state, but they have plenty in this Lone Star state where it all began. Yeah, uh, how about Texas? Right. I know, we dumbed it down big time today. And, and, now, so. and now we want to try to give you the $200 question to make you feel oh. real bad, Bryce. Are you okay with that? Yeah, yeah let's do it. Uh, there's not a whole hell of a lot of this fast food fish restaurant left anywhere, but you certainly can't get your hush puffy fixed from this place here in Idaho. 
Yeah, see, there you go. I, I have no idea. All right. Well, then. Uh, Long John Silvers. Long John Silvers would have been right. the right answer. Buck, congratulations. $50 is yours. No questions asked. Way to go, my friend. Giving away money is always a good thing. I got to fill something out. That's right. Whoa. You have to actually do something following X Rock Double Dare, which is crazy this week. But uh, you're, this, uh, this trend will continue. The fast food chains topic is going to be the topic of discussion throughout the rest of the day. 12.30 today with Jason Drew. 5.30 today with Adam. Your next chance to play and hopefully win money just like Bryce did. We are going to come back with We're Going to Hell. That's next on the X-Rock. Hey. Private Hell? The Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X-Rocks. A very 420-esque We're Going to Hell story on 421, but we're headed down to Florida for today's We're Going to Hell story. And as we've talked about, marijuana is legally legal both medically and recreationally in a lot of places just not here in idaho florida is one of those places where it is legal which means there have been a whole bunch of cannabis themed businesses that have popped up from time to time agree or disagree big Jim? yeah and one that has gotten a little bit of i guess spotlight time over the last couple of years thanks to things on tv is cooking with marijuana big j there's you know chopped 420 and all sorts of stuff yeah. that are out there uh, for you to experiment with marijuana when cooking. And that not that it's a bad thing. It certainly is plenty of edibles out there and other things that you can choose or make cookies or brownies or whatever the hell's out there for you. So you're familiar with the use of cannabis in cooking. Well, there's some places out there that specialize just in that and some catering companies that do as well. But there's a catering company as well as a bride that's in trouble down in Florida because uh, she hired this company to come in and cater her wedding, but didn't tell anybody that all the food was going to be spiked with marijuana. Oh, my. And so a bunch of people, about 50 guests, didn't know, and were, you know, just digging into the food, thinking it was, you know, regular wedding fare. And uh, before they knew it, were super, super high. Uh, 13 of the 50 guests, most of them elderly, had to go to the hospital because they didn't understand what was going on. You know, they felt like they were out of their mind. Their heart was racing. They were incredibly paranoid. There was all sorts of stuff going on. And they're like, I don't know what I ate. Something is going on. They didn't know that the dip that they were eating, that the actual uh, dishes that they were being served were spiked with cannabis. And it was driving some of them crazy. So... Uh, they finally uh, reached out to the bride and were like, hey, what was in that food? And the bride's like, I don't know. I don't know. Playing dumb. And then they found out that they actually did hire somebody. Why they wanted to do that, I'm not sure if it was a prank or, I mean, I guess it's fine as long as everybody's on board with what's going on, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, not knowing, that's, that could be bad. Dangerous. But they have arrested both the bride and the caterer for this particular event because they did this without people's knowledge. Apparently, that is against the law which i guess makes sense to me i mean well, i appreciate that right i would i would like to know if somebody's spiking anything that i'm eating let alone with a drug that's legal or illegal you would like to know but there are a couple of everybody's okay you know nobody had to go into like you know any kind of heart attack or anything terrible probably felt better than they have in a long time but they were uh, worried freaked out and didn't understand why this was the case and because 13 people ended up having to go to the hospital uh they thought that charges should be filed and it's a good way to remind everybody that hey listen if you're gonna be cooking with cannabis in some places that's perfectly fine just let everybody know okay yeah that way nobody thinks they're going crazy or they're being chased or their heart they're having a heart attack because their heart is racing and they don't understand why just make sure everybody's on the same page man yeah give the cannabis option and the normal option yeah there's fine that's fine 
Uh, or, I mean, make it all cannabis. Just make sure everybody knows. No, no, come on. Just make what sure about every- the kids? Well, there were no kids, but what about the elderly, I guess, in, in any particular case? But yes, there should be uh, a- a- at least some sort of identification that lets people know that there's cannabis in the food that they are eating. Morning After with Nick and Big J coming up in a few short minutes. Some important stuff plus your pop culture smackdown. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Well, Big J, uh, don't let it be said that Americans don't have a high opinion of themselves because according to new uh, knowledge that came in, we got a pretty high opinion of our knowledge and skills when it comes to traveling. In fact, uh, three in five of us says we have what it takes to be social media travel influencers, Big J. Damn right. The one poll survey of 20,000 people found that more than two-thirds, 69%, said they believe social media is a great way to find out new travel destinations. 67% say the platforms are a good way to encourage travel. And 63% say they could be the one to encourage people to do so. Uh, well, the reality is that there aren't a lot of social media travel influencers on the social media pages they're influencers for other reasons but apparently they think that there's an untapped market they can kind of go into uh but there's also a bunch of people that believe that you're not actually on vacation until you post it on social media big g are you one of those uh no that if you don't post videos or photos from you on vacation it didn't happen no i i I know that i've been on vacation you can make that realization Yeah. yeah uh nice but you do post photos when you're on vacation sure. and another destination. And it's, Oh, absolutely. I mean, everybody has their own reasons for that. But do you believe you can be a travel influencer? Sure. How many tickets if to you, Belize do you think you sold? If you try. No, there, there's a difference. You have to put effort towards it. I see. Can't you be, oh, here's a couple pictures. I'm an influencer. We actually know somebody who's became has become kind of a, a travel influencer. Yeah? Tell me about that story. Yeah, Julia. Remember Julia? No. Yeah, you do. Well, I need more than that. Well, I can't say her last name. It's inappropriate. But if but she's she an influencer. In, she worked in the music industry. She's, she travels all over. Now she r- literally gets paid on her Instagram to go to places. Nice. Hey, it's a sweet gig if you can get it. Uh, but I don't know it's how that gig today, is given. Happy birthday to a woman that apparently I know but don't remember. Pretty typical of you. That's for sure. Forgetting people. Boston Celtics, 76ers, and Chicago Bulls, all victors yesterday on the hard court. But some pretty big news out of the world of college basketball. Hall of Fame Villanova basketball head coach Jay Wright has announced that he is going to retire after 21 seasons with the school. Pretty shocking news considering Villanova went to the Final Four this particular season. They do have two championships under Mr. Wright and a couple of more Final Fours after that. He won 520 games total with the school after coming there in 2001 from Hofstra. Kyle Neptune, who was his assistant coach last year but did leave to coach Fordham, is coming back to replace Wright as the new head coach of Villanova. So, Jay Wright, moving on. For you fast heads, get ready. Fast and Furious 10 will officially be titled Fast X. No time for anything else, but Vin Diesel shared the news on Instagram yesterday as production officially began on the latest installment of the action franchise. It is scheduled to hit theaters in May of 2023, but is 10 supposed to be the last one or are we doing 11? I I don't know. I don't think it'll ever end. I can't remember. Well, they've got the now they've got the other spinoffs and stuff that they can focus on, but I thought they said that the actual Fast and Furious proper franchise was coming to an end. You think it'd be... 
sensible to stop at a 10, but maybe you might be going further. Who knows? Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Morning After with Nick and Big J. And the PBR is here this weekend out at the Ford Idaho Center. The professional bull riders. Uh, it is so much fun. If you haven't had a chance to go, let this be your, your first chance. Uh, and us setting you up with some tickets here for free for beating Nick and Pop Culture Smackdown. By the way, tickets are still available for sale. 208-287-1003 is our number. These are for the PBR tickets for Friday. Is that correct? Yes, Friday so night. You will have to be able to swing by either today or tomorrow to pick these up, but hopefully that fits in your schedule. If so, let's go to the phone to start a little battle. Hello, the X. Good morning. Morning, man. What's your name? Morgan. All right, Morgan, you're up first. Before starring in Breaking Bad, what show was Brian Cranston a star of? Malcolm in the Middle. Right. Oh, nice, nicely done. <laughs> uh, Nick, Tony Danza starred in Who's the Boss as Tony Maselli, a former professional athlete turned housekeeper. What sport did he retire from? Um, was he a baseball player? Yes, Major League right. Baseball. Good job, dude. Thanks. Wait, pull that out. Uh, James McAvoy starred as this Marvel superhero in the latest version of X-Men. Was it Professor Xavier, Magneto, or Wolverine? Professor. Right. There you go. Uh, see, Nick, this comedic actor who's bo- uh, been in movies like The Hangover, Step Brothers, and the other guys, retired from the U.S. Marine Corps Reserves as a lieutenant colonel. What's the what's the movies? Step Brothers, uh, The Hangover, and the other guys. So Rob Riggle. Rob Riggle is correct. Right. Nicely done. Uh, many 1980s kids grew up on VHS cassette recorders. What does VHS stand for? Uh, video home system. There you go. Nice right. Work. <laughs> uh, Nick, what was the name of the hospital around which the show House revolved? I know you're a big fan. Oh, huge fan. I think I've watched every episode, but damn it if I could tell you the hospital. Um, Man, and all of a sudden I can't even think of what city it took place in. <laughs> Is it Chicago? Uh, I'll say... Uh, I'll say St. Alphonsus. <laughs> no, it's not. Wrong. It's a tough one, man. Uh, Princeton... Plainsboro Teaching Hospital. Never would have got there. Yeah. All right. But good job. Congratulations, Morgan. You got tickets to the PBR, my friend. You Hang on one these. second. Yes, it was a good job. Well done. You answered a bunch of questions correct. You will enjoy the PBR. It's a good time. We will come back with headlines. Those are next on the extra. <laughs> time for headlines on the morning after with nick and big J. headlines brought to you by half price friday tomorrow nine o'clock xrock.com fifty dollars to delucas downtown for just 25 bucks while supplies last these things usually go early and with a restaurant like delucas i'm guessing they're going to go early yet again so if you're looking for delicious italian cuisine and creatively stiff drinks you're looking for delucas downtown and you can grab fifty dollars to it for just 25 courtesy of Half Price Friday tomorrow, 9 o'clock, from paychecktruck.com. Headlines are as follows, Big J. Aggressive. Wait, what? And Nightmare Fuel. 
Nightmare fuel. It was a scene straight out of Jaws, Big J. An Australian family got closer wild, got a closer wildlife encounter than they intended after a massive 14-foot great white shark circled their boat for over an hour and even dun-na. chomped on their motor several times. Dun-na, 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 Footage dun-na. of the jaw-dropping encounter is currently making waves on social media, but it was a pretty harrowing film that they have. The Aussie was reportedly fishing with his wife, Tanya, and his 14-year-old son off the coast of Perth when the apex predator approached their 24-foot boat and tried to snatch the teen's fish that he had on the line. The footage then shows the gray white, angry that he couldn't get the fish, just starting to circle around the boat, waiting to start some bleep, and then goes after the motor twice, bumping the boat, almost knocking them off. So watch out, man. Sharks aren't messing around, and they get angry if they don't get their food. Don't steal their damn food from them. Well, it looks like they were trying to steal from the kid, to be fair. Uh, Yeah. it's Listen, that's their food. Yeah. Okay. I would say see, give it up. You don't see sharks rolling up trying to get our Taco Bell, do you? Well, maybe they would if they could. Why wouldn't they? King shark. Aggressive or wait what? No, no. Wait what? Uh, Harry Potter would not approve. A 29-year-old man from Minnesota is accused of pointing a wizard wand at a hotel employee and then uh, using it in, 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 in as an excuse to use racial slurs against her, saying that they were spells. Skylar Thomas has been charged with fifth-degree assault and trespassing in connection with the incident at the Hyatt Place Hotel. According to the court, he allegedly used a 16-inch wand he made out of a stick during the incident, which then prompted the hotel employee to get upset and all sorts of stuff. No injuries reported, but uh, Harry Potter wand's not a good idea to be used in a fight, Big J, because as far as I can tell, that wizarding world hasn't reached reality just yet. What a muggle. Get it, everybody? That's a Harry Potter joke. Wrap it up with aggressive. Is it better to ignore your neighbors or know your neighbors, Big J? To know your neighbors? A woman in the UK uh, says that she hadn't met her new neighbors in her apartment building when she returned home to find out that they had painted the front door of the building without consulting any of the other tenants. The neighbor was also demanding everyone in the building contribute $33 to cover the cost of them fixing up the door. People responding to the post agreed that it was messed up that the person painted the door without consent and then demanded cash. How say you, Judge Big J? Boy, I don't, I don't think that's right at all. Yeah, it seems like it's uh, fairly jumping to conclusions that everybody would jump on board. I would have to say, however, I'd have to know the condition of the door in its original state. If it was like falling off the hinges and it wasn't actually serving its purpose and somebody decided to fix it up and actually make it an actual door, then I can say, you know what, I appreciate the initiative and why not? But if somebody just wanted to paint it to make it look different, then we got a problem, right? Yeah. I mean, and either ask me if I want to go on board with it and if I don't care, then I shouldn't have to pony up, but expecting me to pay seems a little aggressive. Uh, I do not miss living in a large building with other people. Do you, Big J? No, not at all. Uh, Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on pretty much everything. That is the latest from Papa Roach. It is stand-up here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. And when will we ever learn, man? No, no, no. We're not going to learn. This is going to be the end of us. Uh, And uh, here's what has happened. Genetically modified mosquitoes. And uh, some have referred to this experiment as Jurassic Park, Nick. And it is uh, an experiment that uh, was uh, announced last year. But so far, everything is going to plan, according to the biotech firm uh, Oxitec. The experiment is part of a long-term 
long-term plan to develop new tools in the fight against invasive mosquitoes, which can carry uh, all kinds of crazy viruses. And this is happening in Florida, Nick. The genetically modified male mosquitoes were released into the wild to mate with local females. As hoped, affected female offspring died before reaching adulthood, and the male offspring carried the engineered gene. So uh, that this sounds awful. It does. So it, it, they're genetically modified to, to get it on with a female. Okay. That offspring then is born and then dies. So uh, this is to control the mosquito population, I guess? Yes, just to kill off the invasive species. But are they bred only to mate, or are they bred to also live as regular mosquitoes, meaning they're out there biting us? By the way, here's the thing. The engineered males and their offspring do not bite humans. Oh, my God! (laughs) So Listen! Go, I mean, I appreciate that they're not supposed to bite us, but that's a scary bleep. Yes, I mean, I don't want to channel my inner Jeff Goldblum, but nature finds a way, man. We're talking real chaos theory bleep here. I mean, it's going to be eventu- it's an eventuality before these things go rogue and there becomes some sort of super mosquito that uh, we're not going to be able to stop no matter what and live off the blood of God knows what. Yeah, this is how the fly happens in real life. <laughs> yeah, Brendel fly all of a sudden is going to be happening. Yeah, And we don't fly. like that at all. I don't like messing around with this kind of stuff. Although, I I will say this. You know, uh, you have to kind of go out of your way here in Idaho to find mosquitoes, which uh, I believe is... Uh, much, much nicer than a lot of people take. They, we take that for granted. I'll put it yeah, that way. Yeah, well, you know, you got to get clo- real close to a water source, and the humidity's got to be right for it to really be a pain in the butt. But, uh, yeah, I mean, mosquitoes are, are prevalent in a lot of parts, especially the Midwest. Yes. Because of the humidity and because it's so moist, and it's just weird, and I, I hate it. When we went to uh, Minnesota to visit my brother and out on his uh, on their little farm, I mean, it's mosquito land everywhere. Yeah. They got these special lanai's that you go and hang out in that are covered in mosquito netting. I mean, it's just we, yeah, we take it for granted here in the most of the areas that we don't have to deal with that. So we may be one of the last places reached by these super mosquitoes, but they'll get here. Don't worry about it. I They'll mean, get here. No, so here's one of the concerns is that these females, they usually go out and feed during the day, and that's when they do a lot of pesticides. Uh-huh. So, like, what happens when these engineered mosquitoes get with the females, and they've been pesticided, and they create a monster mosquito? <laughs> oh, like spider mosquito. It's going to be great. Uh, it's going to be great. There's our downfall right there. We can pinpoint today. Mark it on the calendar, Big J. 421 Mark it down, dude. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Your bad impressions are next on the X-Rocks. <laughs> On 100.3, the X. Yeah, Bad Impressions is brought to you by Treasure Valley Subaru. Easy in, easy out location next to Idaho Center Exit off the freeway. And we have tickets to the PBR happening uh, Friday night. It's happening uh, all weekend, by the way, Friday and Saturday. But we got tickets for Friday night's uh, fun. And we'll get you set up with those if you can figure out Bad Impressions. It's our last pair of PBR tickets. If you want to go tomorrow night, now would be the time to get on the phone. 208-287-1003. Bad Impressions works like this. Three clues about somebody famous. Figure out that famous person in those three clues or less. And we're going to PBR it up, man, tomorrow night. Have yourself a good time. Let's go to the phones. Hello, the X. Hey, what's up? Good morning, man. What's your name? Ben. All right, Ben, you're up first. Here we go. Everybody's got a plan until I punch you in the face. Uh, Mike Tyson. Yeah! One is all you need. Good job, You don't sound very excited about it. Hang on one second. Clues two and three in Mike Tyson, please. I have my own Mythory cartoon and my own cannabis company. 
Beautiful. Just call me Iron Mike. And why is Mike Tyson in the news? The one guy you don't want to harass on an airplane is Mike Tyson. And uh, this dude found out about that. Uh, I think this happened overnight, Nick, and uh, news broke just an hour ago or so that uh, we've got some video footage of uh, him pummeling a dude uh, in the airplane. I mean, three or four rabbit punches uh, right to the face. Uh, and uh, basically what happened here is uh, a guy and his friend uh, were super excited to get on a plane and they were sitting next to Mike Tyson and at the beginning things were pretty cool. He took a selfie with one of the guys but then his friend got a little overzealous and maybe had a few too much to drink and uh, really ended up annoying the living hell out of Mike Tyson in a way that you should be like, what are you doing, man? This guy's like a caged tiger, okay? Don't do not do that. And uh Mike Tyson said, knock it off. He didn't. And he punched him repeatedly in the face. Now, the guy looks like he's not, you know, uh, going to the hospital or something like he that. He got bloodied. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, but uh, still, man, leave Mike Tyson alone. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why you would. I mean, granted, he probably did have a little bit too much to drink, which probably played a role in all this stuff. But, like, you have to know that that's a guy you don't want to cross, right? Yeah. I mean, he was nice enough to take a selfie with you at the beginning. Your interaction with Mike Tyson has come to an end. I don't care if you're sitting by him on an airplane. If you've gotten what you wanted out of the deal and he was nice enough to do it, that's cool. Let the guy, uh, I don't care who it is, let him let him alone. Uh, but you certainly don't want to piss off Mike Tyson. And, uh, yeah, he turned around in his seat and just started just rabbit punching the guy right in the face. And that is not uh, probably a great way to end your day, if we're being perfectly honest. So, I guess he learned his lesson, question mark? I, I don't know. Don't know if there will be uh, some don't know charges if it's possible filed. possible to be that smart enough to learn a lesson if you're that dumb. It's true. You, you should have known that before you even started it. You're right. That is a lesson that should be in all of us already. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We wrap up the show here next on the X Rocks. <laughs> Chili Peppers, Black Summer, Morning After with Nick and Big J. That's it for us. We talked about dinner time this morning. We had a nerd alert courtesy of Big J for the first time all week. We gave away some money. Bryce stopped after the $50 question, but we've been saying forever, $50 is better than nothing. And Bryce got himself 50 bucks. That uh, same category will continue throughout the rest of the day. 1230 with Jason Drew, 530 with Adam. It is, of course, fast food restaurants that are not in the Treasure Valley. So you have to know a little bit about that stuff if you want to bring home some money today. And that leaves you with the floor, Big J. Yeah, this is really cool, Nick. Uh, in New York City, the Metropolitan Transportation Authority is honoring Autism Awareness Month by presenting subway announcements from kids with autisms. That's awesome. With autism, yeah. The announcements were recorded by the kids and are played at Fulton Transit every 15 minutes. Very, very cool. Love that. Love that. All on board. Way to go. Uh, and so that's like the subway system, right? Yeah. Love that. Uh, very cool. Next set of X-Rock brought to you by Beacon Plumbing for tank and tankless water heaters, clogged drains, leaky faucets, toilets, and won't flush. Stop freaking. Call Beacon. Beacon Plumbing, heating and mechanical, your trusted plumbing source, online at beaconplumbing.com. We will see you tomorrow. Jason Drew's up next. Have a good one. It's the X-Rocks. <laughs> the Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, idahoadvocates.com.